And hello, everybody, everybody. Hello and welcome to We Sing It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Yes, yes, yes. Hold your applause. Stop. I said stop. Thank you. Thank you. So what's going on, Kevin? How you doing, bro? Good, good. We actually had a a great night last night. Uh, We got to reconnect uh, with some old friends and... There so, like, of... multiple <laughs> sporting events take place. It was it was a packed house at uh, Twin Peaks. Shout out to Twin Peaks. Yep. And a uh, huge disappointment for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, big disappointment for Aaron Rodgers. That was his last game, you were saying, right? Yeah, that was his, yeah, this is his last game last season. So, it was going to be a Cinderella story, but it didn't turn out. Actually, his life is a Cinderella story. He's a rapist, by the way. But uh, this... <laughs> This was supposed to be this is his last game. It's gonna be his last season, and uh, I thought he's gonna to go to the to what you call it to, I guess regionals or something like that. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how football works. You, uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, and uh, I don't care to. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we also saw the UFC fight, uh, which was great because uh, yes. the cards were good. Um, it looked like that the main fight. Between uh, I don't I don't know Uganan I'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce their names but um yeah it was just a good like fundamentals fight like it was like that like there were no dull moments during that fight no dull moments at all it was so yo watching that fight I was like yo somebody's gonna get hit hard. <laughs> And that's exactly what was happening. People just getting hit. All, yo, it was, yo, it was like technique versus strength. Cause uh, yeah. well, I forgot his uh, what's the guy's name? No, no, yeah, Nagano, Nagano versus Gannon versus Gain. You got yo, his his power, dude. Everything it seemed like uh, Gain tried to put him in every hole possible, and every time he tried to do that shit. He would just like power himself out of it, though, and it was like, "Yo, you, you can't, man." Yeah, at one point, Wade <laughs> and I were cracking up because he was being put in a headlock, and he literally just grabbed the guy's hand and went like, "Just moved it like, over." Like, just no, <laughs> in the calmest manner possible. He was so calm in in these positions. Yo, he had him in a uh, damn. I forgot the the ankle. I want to call it an ankle lock, but I forgot the name of it. And I was, I was like, oh, yeah, he's got it. He's basically going to rip this guy's ankle right off his foot. And, dude, he just looks at it and just starts to move his other leg. It was so, with such ease, this guy, yo, he's got too much power, dog. There was no That's way. Like, it's like trying to wrestle with Bane. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bane is just going to grab your hand and go, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, don't. But it, it was a good fight. Even the fight, even the co-main was, uh, was good. Brandon uh, Moreno versus... Uh, the dude from Brazil. Yeah. The dude from Brazil. <laughs> that basically decided to come in uh, giving a shout out physically to, uh, what's his name? From to uh, God of War. To Kratos from God of War. And, uh, yo, hey, Kratos showed up because that dude, yo, another, hey, this whole thing, that the, the two main uh, codes, it was like power versus technique. And, yo, power just outmatched. It was a great. It was a great card. The only thing that was uh, really getting to me was the fact that I would hear people like say, oh, and I wouldn't know what screen to look at. So, because, you know, they had the football game on. They also had, there was a boxing match that was going on that was on Showtime. And then there was a UFC uh, fight. And when people say, oh, I'm over here looking, I'm like, what What happened? What happened? No replay? I'm like, what the, who, what were we <laughs> owing about? Oh, it was a, oh, a football game. Okay. It was, oh, it was a, an attempt at a catch. God damn it. I missed it. I missed everything. <laughs> I even missed when they announced who, who won the fight because some guy from San Fran was asking me. He said, oh, so you, you guys are here for the uh, San Fr- uh, the 49ers? And I was like, nah, man. Uh, no, nah, we already, uh, we're here for the fight. He says, oh, who are you guys going for? And as he's telling me this, they already announced the fight. 
and yo, Kevin and uh, Wade and them, they already they already left. And I'm over here talking to them. I'm like, oh, uh, I already missed the announcement. I gotta go, bro. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, who won? Who won? And uh, you know, that's what they were over here saying, who do you think won? Like, oh, okay, at least I know who won. I thought it was gonna be like a upset or something. Could have been. Could have been. But yeah, man, it, it was a hell of a night. I drank a lot. A lot. My my wallet told me that I drank a lot. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. I drank a fucking lot. But yeah, man, it was a it was a great match. It was a great match, a uh, great time reconnecting with friends. Uh during the time that we were re- reconnecting with friends, we were pretty much talking about the topics that we're gonna discuss today. One of them being uh, the Batman runtime. So the Batman, uh, the production team behind the Batman just officially announced that the official runtime for this film is going to be two hours and 55 minutes long. That is the longest uh, Batman movie to date. So uh, once again, like what we did with uh, Spider-Man, what we did with Black Widow, Black Widow we are going to be renting out a movie theater uh, for sure. We look forward to that. Um but man, one of our friends even asked, like, is there any way you guys could do like an intermission and like pause the movie? Yeah. Which we can't. We don't have any control over the theater. But that was but a great idea though. Yeah. It was like, yo, I mean, just like 15, 10 minutes, that'd be great. That that <laughs> that intermission, so you get enough time to just like, you know, stretch, go get some snacks, come back, go to the bathroom, because what happened when we were watching um Spider-Man? And that whole little me having to go to the bathroom, but I have to wait for the credits and shit. And then when I once I get to the bathroom, every stall is being taken. That could be alleviated if, you know, if we had an intermission, 15 minutes. They did it for, uh, what's that movie that had Quentin Tarantino? Oh, movie? The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. They did it in that one. And that movie was, is that movie three hours long? Uh, the movie was yeah, uh, three hours about long. three hours long. But I think it was I think it was Quentin Tarantino trying to because they that's what they used to do with grindhouse old like old films back in the day, and I think that was just his way of like trying to like be nostalgic and you know even when you go to like a Broadway show there is a intermission intermission. Um, so I think it was just that I don't think they're gonna do that with this film, but I am also excited that the director pretty much. St- Confirm that, yeah, this movie is going to be like the darkest uh, Batman film, almost like borderline murder film, like a murder detective crime thriller. Like this is supposed to be uh, something where you're going to really see um, the detective skills from Bruce Wayne come out. And it looks like the Riddler is being painted almost like the Zodiac killer where he's just leaving all these riddles and puzzles for the police to figure out. But, you know, he's also showcasing his narcissism through that. Mm hmm. Um, so I'm really super excited. I'm also very curious as to why they haven't shown the actor's face. Like, I get he wears a mask and, you know. He, I, th- I think he's scarred up. Yeah. I think he has scars on his face, like question marks or something. But I could be thinking about another uh, Batman villain who scars himself every time he does an attack. What's that guy? Zazie? Zazie? Oh, uh, Victor Zaz. <laughs> I about to say Zazie Beats, but that's <laughs> that's not the person. Z- Victor Zaz, yeah, that person. I know that he puts a scar on himself every time he kills somebody. So, I mean, they could possibly put both of those characters together. So it's like, you know, he scars himself. But I think he just has question marks on his face, maybe. Possibly, or something. The fact that they're also already planning on making a TV series on Colin Farrell's The Penguin, I think, is also a really good sign that this they like they they probably already previewed the movie and like they were like, yeah, this is yeah. gonna happen. Like, also that 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 puts my hopes up because um, I wonder if it's gonna be like a Soprano style TV show of this gangster and all of that. Because that that that's the vibe that I'm getting His, from Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's look reminds me of Al Pacino and Dick Tracy. Yeah, he gives me that look. And to be a, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know that my love of Dick Tracy in the movie and everybody in it is, uh, I I love that goddamn thing. And if Colin Farrell is going to be like Al Pacino and uh, Dick Tracy, yeah, I am all for it. I like. Like his, I want I want his reactions to be over the top, and you know I want him to have like fucking gadgets with that umbrella, 
because that's what a penguin has, right? Well, that's the cartoon penguin that I know of. That's the Tim Burton penguin. Yeah, the penguin in the in the cartoon had like gadgets on his. uh, But in the original one, because they were trying to mimic Tim Burton's. Oh, okay. And in in Batman Returns, he has a different umbrella that had that that each each of them serve a different purpose. So he has the umbrella that turns into a little helicopter. Mm -hmm. He has the one that it's supposed to hypnotize people. He has the like all different ones. Um, and then the the original TV series came out right after the Tim Burton one. And if you look at the credits, he is one of the producers mm. of the original show. Which, by the way, uh, Batman 1, 2, 3, and 4 are going to be leaving HBO Max on the end of this month, on the 31st. Really? Yeah. Where, where, where are they going? I think they're just going to like, kind of like what Netflix does, we're, gonna, we're just going to pull it away for a little bit, wait for, you know... More people to more want to, 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 yeah, and then we'll bring it back just to get more a couple more subscribers in the future or whatever. Okay, that's all right. <clears throat> I enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, next up, Book of Boba. So, you saw this last episode. What yeah. do you think? Saw this last episode. Um, I like where they're going with it. It's more, it was a flashback, it was a flashback, but guarantee it, yo, if you were to basically watch it and go grab some snacks or something and come back, you would be lost because you're like, wait, I thought this person, wasn't this person dead? Or I thought they were cool kind of shit. Because the way the flashback happens that I have to rewind it is that the whole episode is one. And you don't know that they go into present day until like the last 15 minutes of the episode. But it was it was really fucking cool. Uh they showed you how he got his retaliation on what they did to the Tuscan Raiders, uh, to that biker gang, which I did not know that that biker gang was bigger than what they were, where they were. I thought they were like you know six bikes, six biker gangs, uh, biker gang members. No, they had a lord, they had a, a lair, they had a robot staff who cooks, a robot chef that cooks. They had a little small robot that uh. I don't know what the hell he did. He is just this like a, Is this like a, a robot gang uh, country club? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. They had like a little robot that just like just roams around and stuff that he grabbed and things like that. And apparently they had his spaceship, you know, the Bubba Fett spaceship. Not really sure what they call it. But, oh, the Slave uh, Slave 1 mm-hmm. or Slave 2. His yeah. spaceship is called Slave? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I was looking at a TikTok yesterday, and they were comparing why people are getting mad at the way that they're protect uh, they're uh, portraying Bub Fett in this season and in, in this series. And you know, everybody thought that you know Bub Fett is going to be a person who's like a killer, you know, a person who he's all for this, he's all for the like the negative kind of shit. And one of the things that the guy said is like, some people think that Bub Fett is going to be okay with slavery okay with uh, raping and stuff like that and my whole thought was i was like was he not standing next to jar uh uh the hut job of the hut job of the hut with princess leia in chains and shit he was sitting cool was he not so how am i supposed to think that he's not okay with it when i'm seeing him on screen with job of the hut being cool, not being like, hey, man, I don't like what you're doing here. Not doing that at all. At no point in that movie did he did he go to Jabba and say, hey, dude, um, can we stop? Like, I know that you're paying me for this, but you know what? You know, just cancel it. I'm going to do something else. I'm not going to do this. At no point did he ever do that. And it wasn't just Princess Leia. Yo, all of Jabba's staff were basically all slaves to him. Like, they, they, can't, they can't just leave the palace without being killed. Remember the girl that was dancing for him? Mm-hmm. And f- just for entertainment, he fucking hit the button and she falls and gets eaten by the raincore. You see? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like this that you're a bad guy. You you're not a you're not a good guy. So I understand that oh, you know, everybody can have their change of heart and uh their uh come to Jesus or whatever. What's that uh, a quiet man moment where you're like, oh, you know, I lived the life of of uh, of debauchery, and now I'm a good man, and I just want to see a little bit of that Bubba Fett that we, you know, we knew, the rogue or whatever person he is. We want to see it. 
And people are like shocked that he's not like that anymore. Bro, I'm shocked that he is this person that he is right now because it, it's it's pretty Disney, you know what I mean? Oh, it's very Disney. It's, I it's remember really Disney. I remember when I was in high school and the prequel trilogy was still like the thing, like the episode two had just come out. They were working on episode three, uh uh Revenge of the Sith. And Rick McCallum, who was uh, one of the producers of episodes one, two, and three, he announced, oh, we're also working on a live action TV show called Star Wars Underworld. And it's supposed to be about bounty hunters and like the 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 bad part of, of, of Star Wars, basically like a show about villains. And I was so excited for that. And then, of course, Disney bought Star Wars. So all of that shit went to, to nothing. And then also they were making a video game that was supposed to be about yeah. the surface of Coruscant, that basic that planet that looks like a New York City times a thousand. Yeah. But you always see the top of the, the buildings. The show was supposed to take place at the very bottom. And it was like their society is the the criminal and the 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 poor people and all of that, that's at the bottom of that city. And the rich people are at the top of that city. So the, the video game was going to focus on the bottom part. And I remember they released the artwork for the video game. And it, yo, it looked like Blade Runner. It, I was so excited. You can actually see the, uh, the, the gameplay footage. You got to think about um, if you've ever played Uncharted. It's, it's like playing Uncharted and a mixture of that Jedi... Night, the new movie, the new game that came out. Uh, it's like a mixture of both of those because, you know, the, the quick time mechanics and the whole uh, dodge and shoot and get behind cover kind of stuff, the whole cover mechanic. It was really good to watch. I think I think the video you could watch on YouTube, it's only like 15 minutes long and you're playing as a character, but you have like a, you're, you're, you're in a protege role to a person who's a smuggler. And he's like a father figure to you, just like in uh, Uncharted. And, yo, the gameplay looks fucking amazing. But, it, you know, just first 15 minutes and that's all we got. <laughs> no, and so what ended up happening was that Disney bought Luke uh, Star Wars. They bought Lucasfilm. That division that makes the video games, LucasArt, they just got rid of that division. They They laid off all those employees, so that project basically went to shit and they were just like, all right, if we're going to make any video games, we'll just collaborate with EA and all these other companies and just let them handle it, uh, which was really sad to see because I was excited for that. And I'm still waiting on a Boba Fett TV show that focuses on why Boba Fett is so badass. Um, what do you? So what do you think? Oh, uh, an, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, I've been seeing a lot of articles. People are kind of upset that they keep focusing on Tatooine. Like they keep the, the, I remember this complaint was brought up with the Mandalorian. Like, yo, why do you guys keep going to Tatooine? There's so many planets in that galaxy. And now we're watching Boba Fett and it's back on Tatooine. It's like, do you think they're limiting the, like the possibilities of where the show can go? If they just keep going to the same desert planet. Yeah. I do. I do feel that way. Cause I mean, you have a galaxy full of locations that you can go to, but if if I'm thinking about it in like an executive kind of uh, way, why would you introduce a new galaxy, a new format, a new uh, location when you have uh, a place at Disney World or Disneyland that has that looks just like Tatooine, and you want people to watch the show and want to go to Tatooine, so they'll want to go to like Disneyland so they can go to Tatooine. That's what I'm thinking of. So I wouldn't want to introduce a new location that we haven't even built up yet at our parks or anything like that. You want everything to just, you want the the money to just constantly be a revolving door kind of thing. I am. I I do think. I mean, if 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 they're playing it right, there should be a, some TV series or movie coming in the future that is going to focus on that planet that that new Disney area is going to be on, which I'm kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking forward to. Um, all right, another news: Joss Whedon, motherfucker, man. So Joss Whedon uh, recently, <laughs> uh, in a um, in an interview, uh, decided to open up and actually react and give his feedback on the accusations that were made um, 
by Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, uh, Gal Gadot, that played uh, Wonder Woman. And his response was probably the worst response anyone could make. I have make. never seen somebody respond to criticism like this. I've seen apology videos when people cry. Uh, I've seen apology videos when people uh, basically blame, uh, I guess, blame the victim or just blame the person, the accuser. Um, I've seen apology videos where people just circumnavigate and then just go towards like other problems that are out in the world. You know, be like, why we worry about this when there's there was people dying of hunger kind of shit. I've seen that, but the route that he took was a route that was unexpected. I was like, huh, this guy is, I don't know if I can call him narcissistic. Well, my thing is, so first of all, he wasn't even trying to go for an apology. No, it wasn't. He wasn't even trying to go for an apology, which... His whole thing was like clearing the air, right? That was his whole premise. Well, no, I think it was really just, uh, oh, well, you guys got their reaction. I don't think he was clarifying anything. (laughs) Oh, do you want to hear my feedback? This is my feedback. It was his way of basically saying, ah, fuck you type of thing. Um, you know what? It, I, I get if, if he was trying to say, like, look, there's nothing for me to apologize because this is what really happened, fine. But his reaction was, yo, I know Ray Fisher said these things about me. Well, guess what? He's a terrible actor, which to me is so strange because everyone pretty much unanimously, even people that didn't like the film, I'm not crazy about Zack Snyder. I'm not crazy about the justice, his justice league, but I will say the scenes with cyborg happen to be the most powerful in that film in the Jack, uh, Zack Snyder justice league cut. So to sit there and say, well, he was a terrible actor. Well, as a director, what did you do about it? Mm. What did you do about it? Like where, you know, this is the same guy who thought, you know what? Why don't we digitize Superman's upper lip? That was horrible. Um, his his reaction to what Gal Gadot was saying in that he was threatening her career. His reaction in saying, oh, well, you know, there was a language barrier. Mr. Whedon, a language barrier means that the person doesn't speak your language. Maybe there uh, is a translator that got involved and maybe there was a loss, like a lost in translation type of thing going on. That's a language barrier. Someone speaking English as their second language doesn't mean that they don't understand the language. My parents came here from another country and they understand the language. So I think that's a super, super cheap excuse Spanish is my second language, but I understand it completely. So to sit there and say, well, no, I, I, you know, I'm very flowery, a flowery, that, that's the word that he used. I'm very flowery in my speech. She just doesn't understand it because it's not her first language. Dude, that's some borderline racist shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I, 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 I tend to not wish ill upon other people, but honestly, like, that guy does not deserve to direct any big Hollywood movies. Like, he can get the fuck out of here. The thing, that, uh, thing about, the thing about this that, that gets me is like, okay, he he had the confidence to say all this in front of, uh, you know, uh, to New York, what, Post or New York Times to to have a, a, a writer just, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say all this stuff. Confidence out the fucking wazoo. And it just makes me think like, bro, th- there's probably people out there who are like, they think this, but they know better not to say this shit. And, you know, it just makes me second-guess every motherfucker. Again, not even the second-guess. It's like a fourth or fifth guess. Uh, just, like, thinking, like, damn, these motherfuckers are just, like, selfish and vindictive. vindictive. And on top of that, like, <laughs> even his wife in two, 2017 said that this guy is a fake feminist. He, he says all these different things when he's in front of the camera. But then he, he lives a different life, you know, he... He uh, cheats on, he cheat, like she said that she cheat, he cheated on her. He does all these different things. He he shouts at her and all this other kind of shit in closed doors and stuff. And, bro, it it took a bad movie to find out that this motherfucker's a piece of shit. 
He's been a piece of shit ever since Buffy. Probably even before that. Now, are his shows that he executive produced and directed, are they still worth like watching? Are you going to do the same like uh, Bill Cosby thing to him? That's question. That's a question that I really want to know. Because they got Bill Cosby the fuck up out of here. Like, all his stuff, all his shows and everything. Like, you can't find that stuff nowhere. Are they going to do that to this guy, too? Is there a double standards? Ah, God damn it. <laughs> but going? if you press it again, I think, doesn't it stop? Nope. <laughs> double standards. <laughs> Maybe. Could be, possibly. But yeah. It's there. I'm just putting it down. Y'all pick it up if y'all want to. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I do believe that this guy is a fucking... Uh, I mean, he's got a lisp, so that's always wrong. If you think about it. Think about it. Josh Whedon, <laughs> to me, seems like the guy that he's part of that whole community that every time uh, someone decides to, you know, maybe alter superhero you know with the color of their skin or their gender he's like one of those guys that gets pissed like no leave them as male and white and don't touch my shit like yeah he seems like one of those guys and i i, I can't fuck with people like that all right next up um super bowl super bowl is right around the corner yep february 4th 13th my bad and I know a lot of people are anticipating all the the commercials and the movie trailers that are going to be premiering during the Super Bowl breaks. Um, there is a list of movie trailers that we are looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, so first and foremost, I mean, they already released a teaser for the Olympics, but they have basically the Jurassic Park um dinosaurs in it uh it's supposed to be uh basically what the trailer was is they're saying that uh the olympics is going to start on the wait uh, february 4th and they just showed like the t-rex and it was blue that uh what you call velociraptor it was blue and they show both of them and then on the bottom it says oh the olympics february 4th jurassic park uh, Dominion later on this year, so it's like okay. So they're showing te- they're showing some teasers of what they might uh, potentially show. Uh, the Super Bowl is also going to be on the same uh, network, NBC. So I'm thinking that we're going to get a lot, a ton of fucking uh, trailers and maybe teasers. That's for movies that are either coming out this year that we haven't got a trailer for, and next year. On the top of my list, I'm saying nope. That's at the top of my list too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that and I believe uh, Halloween ends. Halloween ends. We got yeah. I think they might start off with not nah, as too small. Halloween ends and nope. No, no. Uh, Jordan Peele's nope is pretty big. I, I would really like to see that trailer be the first one that that pops up. For me, like the the poster, the is, the, po- the fact that we know nothing. Yeah, all we have is an image to go off what was of. It? A cloud, a cloud with the with the with a kite trail, right? I, I, so I thought it was a kite trail, but it's not. Was it a it's ladder? Not a, it's not a kite trail. It's like a. I don't even know how to describe that. I don't. I don't even know what it's called. Like a, a I guess, extremer. Uh, oh, from like one of those uh those uh used car dealerships. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, that's all we have. Like, I love the fact that there's so many possibilities of theories that you can come up with. And that's all that we got. That's all we got. For how long? was? Has it been a year? I think it's been over a year. This movie's supposed to be released uh, July 22nd, 2022. Summer blockbuster. Summer blockbuster. Horror movie blockbuster. The cast... Is extremely diverse. Uh, got oh Stephen Yeo's in it. Ethan Kutsko, don't know who the hell you are. Daniel, don't know. Can't say your last name, so I ain't gonna disrespect you and say it and try to make it. But yeah, man, that shit looks fucking. It looks like a. Oh man, I hope they do show this. I don't know how long they've been working on this movie, 
but I think they have enough. I'm I'm gonna go off just the eyeballing this. On oh yep yeah, wait uh, on November 9, two thousand twenty, it was uh, revealed that an untitled film written and directed by producer Jordan Peele will be released by Universal Picture on July twenty second, two thousand twenty two. February twenty twenty one, it was announced that Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kuhn will have joined the cast. Okay, so they joined the cast uh, February of last year. We were told about it in 2020. That's two years ago. They already had to start filming. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Uh, what's another movie that you are looking forward to a trailer for? Uh, let's see. Let me go Tony. down this list. Um, Black Panther. Black Panther, because everyone is questioning, you know, who's going to be, who's going to take the mantle. Here's the funny thing about that, right? Um when uh, I forgot his name, he passed away uh, from uh, what you call from complications of uh, colon cancer. What's his name? Who played back? Oh, um, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. When he passed away, the conversation that was going on was that a lot of people were like, "Don't you dare recast somebody else as Black Panther." We don't need we don't need it and stuff like that. That like that was the conversation, but like as time has healed wounds, there are people out there now. The same people are saying you can recast them, and you know I am even at the time of when Chadwick passed away, I was thinking to myself like maybe we should just hold off on the whole Black Panther just for now because you know it was still kind of you know still kind of hurting. It'll just make me a sad. You know, it'll just make me a sad fan. You know, just seeing like somebody else in this uh, suit. I never was on board with do not recast Black Panther. I was just like, you know, we should just hold off on the movie and then you know give it some time and then you know just continue with the Black Panther, but somebody else uh, in in that same role. But the fact that you're seeing something like this take place in real time, you it shows like how the human psyche works with just, like, grief. Like, at first, it's like your, your emotions are so fucking strong, and then you realize that, you know, I guess logic takes place, like, comes into play, and then at, at that point, you realize, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it would, it would be best just for the, you know, the greatest scheme of things. It would be best if you just recast things. And I laugh, but... I don't know. It's it's like human emotions is just crazy to me. <laughs> it's just crazy to, just thinking about that. But I am looking forward to Black Panther's uh, trailer of any any kind. I know that they continue uh, shooting in January. I'm not even sure if they're going to have anything, but just a trailer of it. I would really look forward to it. Uh, they're most likely going to also show a another trailer of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we already got a teaser of it. Mm-hmm. The movie's supposed to be coming out in April, so it would be the right time for a new trailer. Um, it looks like Jim Carrey off of the teaser is going to look more like Doctor, like the Doctor Robotnik. Robotnik that we all uh, remember. But the fact that they're throwing in Knuckles is also pretty cool, and Tails. Uh, they've got a really good voice uh, for Knuckles in Idris Elba. Who's Tails though? You know what? That's a good question. I have no idea who's going to be doing uh, the voice of Tails. But it looks like it's a younger actor. It, it, Tails sounded like a, never like a kid. I'm not going to know who it is. <laughs> it looks like it's a kid that's going to be uh, playing the voice. Let's see. We also have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is interesting because it's going to be directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, Sam Raimi is not new to Marvel. This is the same guy who created, uh, who directed the original, the first uh, Spider-Man trilogy. But he's also someone who likes to make his he he likes to add campiness a little bit yeah. to his movie. So I'm kind of curious to see if he's going to do that with uh, this. Doctor Strange. Was he Strange. the first person to add uh, um, um, Stan Lee to all his movies? Because I don't remember no. Stan Lee being an X Men. Yeah, he was an X Men. Was he really? Yeah, in the first X Men movie. Th- uh. The senator mm-hmm. gets transformed into a mutant mm-hmm. by, and then 
he escapes uh, Magneto by jumping into the ocean, and then you see him coming out of the water naked at the beach. Stan Lee is a hot dog, uh, like he has a hot dog cart, and he oh, like okay. he like looks at the senator walking uh, out of the water naked, and he's like, "Ooh!" Like he does like the like look on his face, and then they continue to show him in part two and in part three as okay. well. Okay, yeah, because I was just wondering, like, hmm, that's strange. Okay. I give it. So, what you were saying about uh, Sam Raimi? No, I just uh, I, I'm curious to see if this is going to continue like that. The feeling that the the first Doctor Strange movie had, or is Sam Raimi going to you know put his stamp by adding like a little bit of uh, quirkiness to it? I mean, we saw what Tiki Taiki uh, Taika Waititi did to um, to Thor, which is another trailer that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also excited about the new Thor movie, knowing that Christian Bale is going to play the villain. Really? Yeah. He's supposed to be like, uh, I think his character was, the name of the character is Gore the God Butcher. So it, it looks like he murders gods. Like he he's out for blood. <laughs> that is fucking Christian Bale, huh? Which is funny because he played American Psycho, yeah. played a guy that you know is gory as hell. I wonder how like I don't know how he's gonna look or anything. I got to look up uh, this guy, the God Butcher, see what kind of person this this person is. This is gonna be fucking dope. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, one another one that I'm looking forward to is um, John Wick. I'm supposed to be getting a new John Wick this uh, this year. I think this is supposed to be the either finale. This is supposed to be the it right. Hopefully, man, because that guy is... He can't do it anymore, but you know what? Yeah, I don't know what to say about Keanu, <laughs> man. Keanu, keep on doing your thing, bro. I, I, I can't I can't say anything negative about him because it'll hurt me to say anything negative about him. But, I mean, he's out here doing John Wick stuff. Then he did the Matrix thing. It's but you know what? We, 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 we It's funny that we worry about... Tom Cruise still doing action stuff, but no one bats an eyelash with. I mean, Tom Cruise, jo, um, uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves, but no one is batting an eyelash with Tom Cruise doing Mission Impossible stuff, and he's older, way older, and this guy's still running like Tom Cruise running, still doing his Tom. Cruise well, I mean, because Tom Cruise got a uh, Zoid in his body. You know? What's Zoid? That's that uh, Scientology stuff. Ah. He's got he got Zoids and uh, Zuckerbergs and shit like that <laughs> in his body, and that shit is like it's powerful, man. It keeps you young for a long time. And Keanu Reeves doesn't do that, man. He just believes in the earth and people and humanity. And you can't you you can't be jumping off of buildings when you believe in that kind of stuff because you, you you die. Tom Cruise can jump off of a building that's what three stories. Laying on his feet without even bending his knees and just walk away from it, because he believes in Zoids and Zuckerbergs and shit. That's that whole Scientology stuff. Read into it, you guys. I don't know if it's real or not, but man, get diagnosed by them or diagnosed by them. Let them do that shit to you, bro, with the crystals and stuff like that. Is it? Is, they got crypto in their blood. Think about it. They got crypto in their blood. Blockchains, they in their, have, blood. their whole body. They, they don't have DNA. They have blockchains. They got blockchains all over their goddamn bodies. That's how they could do the things that they do. Uh, we have the trailer for Lightyear. Um, yeah, Lightyear. Uh, what else? Oh, we didn't uh, mention. Speaking of Sam Raimi and the fact that he directed uh, Spider Man, uh, we also have maybe a new trailer for Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Might get a, a a more like story driven trailer for it. Yeah. So I mean, if you're one of those people who like who don't want to know about anything, maybe the Super Bowl may not be the best thing for <laughs> you to watch because usually these trailers that are dropped during the Super Bowl are what like two minutes, three minutes long. Yeah, these are theatrical trailers, and if you yeah, and they're showing too much in these trailers. They're they're revealing too much. Um, we also got the Flash, which is going to be interesting because you're going to see both Ben Affleck play his version of the Batman and Michael Keaton playing the classical Batman that 
you know, from the 90s. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which I can't. I There's so many movies that have the Lost Kingdom in their title. Like, stop using that. Use something else. Avatar 2, which we were talking about right before we started recording. Um, I don't know if anyone's really excited for this. It's I been... don't think nobody's even excited for this at all. I know they're also making a video game based off of the Avatar world. And here's a fun fact. They've been trying to make that video game ever since the first Avatar came out. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Because <laughs> when I found that out, I was like, no, they can't be. They couldn't have. They could not have been waiting for that long. But it is a James uh, Cameron movie, and I mean, uh, like he is like behind the video game as well. And I know that guy would like he would wait for technology to catch up to where he wants things to be. But the thing is, like, technology is always evolving. So what exactly are you waiting for? I don't know. He could have made the Avatar video game based off of the GTA uh, stuff. I don't know. I, I fly motorcycles in GTA. I could fly a bird. You could turn my motorcycle into a bird, and I'm in uh, what, what's the name of that Avatar world? Like, what's crazy is that when he made the first one, he said, "Oh, I was waiting for this technology to 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 catch up." With the three, but, but when you see what the technology was, it was just basically two cameras angled like yeah. that. That's all he was waiting for. So, what exactly is he waiting for now? Like. Uh-huh. It like, I don't know. Well, I mean, let's let's look at his track record, right? Um, when uh, he wanted to make ter- Terminator Two, he was waiting for technology, and then he made not Life Aquatic. What's the name of that movie that had the the worm? The Abyss. The Abyss, right? And he made that, and he used that same technology in Terminator Two to make up uh, the T one thousand. He made that's he did that. And after that, I didn't hear from him at all for a long fucking time. I don't. I, I'm trying to think of a movie that he made between Terminator Two and uh, <laughs> the True Lives. <laughs> True Lives. Technology that he was waiting for. That he was waiting to get the money so he could blow up that bridge <laughs> in Key West. That mind you, they still haven't rebuilt since they blew up that goddamn bridge in the '90s. Uh, he was waiting for that technology. Uh, what else? What else? True Lies is a good movie, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I like that movie. But I haven't watched it in a long time, so let me recant that. Let me let me watch it again. I just remember some moments in that movie that were pretty fucking funny. Like the guy forgot to hit record while the the what you call it, the, the leader was uh, doing his little fucking monologue. And he was scared. That was fucking hilarious to me. Um, oh, but wait. While he was doing True Lies... He did um, Titanic. Did Titanic, and the technology that he wanted was, I think, it was more money, so he can uh, actually build a fucking boat. He wanted to build like an actual ti- a Titanic, and he wanted to flood it. Boom! That was technology he was waiting for. Then after that, what else came next? Avatar. And I, I think there was an interview when he was saying that while he was doing Titanic, he wanted to make a movie called Avatar around that time, but he was waiting for technology to catch up. That's when everything was like, oh, shit, this guy, he waits. When he waits, he waits. So he waited for that. Uh, his um, his uh, his wife, his ex-wife at the time, ends up winning an Oscar for, uh, no, no, she won an Oscar after before no after he won uh, after he made Avatar, no 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 that year that he made Avatar he got nominated and so did his ex wife for uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. No, no, no the no, Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. The yeah, Hurt Locker. Oh, like, wait, it was a military movie. No, yeah, yeah, it was the Hurt Locker, and then she ended up winning. She ended up winning. Okay, so he makes Avatar, and when this movie came out, this was like, basically, this movie was like. Titanic 2.0. People don't understand how big the movie Titanic was. Think about a Marvel movie that was basically it. It's like real life kind of thing. Like, oh, uh, this is basically a tragical a tragic event that took place in real life. Think about Avengers One. 
and how like Endgame and uh, like all these other Avengers movies, like how people are just constantly going to the movie theaters to watch these movies over and over again. Shit, think about Spider Man, but Titanic. So you're having people watch this boat crash. The people are watching it for a love story, which to me it was like, I was a little kid. I'm like, what? Why are people so into Titanic so much? Uh, uh, a love story where Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, I forgot her name, Kate Winslet. Kate, Kate Winslet, about a guy who doesn't have any money, a brokey who was trying to get this girl. He draws her like uh, some French whores that he knew or something like that. Bro, they, they fall they fall in love fast. fast, dude. They fell in love within twenty four hours. Here's the thing about love. That shit ain't gonna last. Like looking at their love and how they got it together, that shit was not gonna last. That shit was just like that's cruise love. That's cruise love. Yes, it is, and it is fake. It was it was fake as fuck. That bro. dude died for her, bro. She yo, that's how you know she didn't even give him room on the. We we talked about she didn't even give him room on that goddamn door. That wasn't real love. She's selfish because you know why? Because she's the one percent. She was rich. You, and you know how you know that she's more selfish than she is? She had the goddamn diamond that everybody was looking for ever since she was old and threw that shit back into the ocean. They were looking for that, yo. She had it the whole time, lied, and she threw that shit in the, into the ocean. You know what's crazy, man? It insp- You know what? I'm going to get into like a, a gender thing about women and, and let me stop. Let me stop. I was going to say, like, bro, the fact that there was a time where that was, like, the standard for romance. Like, that became, like, oh, I'm, I, I want to look for a guy like Jack Dawson. First of all, <laughs> yo, they're on, they met on a boat and then within 24 hours fell in love. And he gave his life after just meeting her. Uh-huh. Like, yo, that doesn't exist like i'm sorry but that is the most fakest love story ever like the fact that that became the standard like oh i want to meet a guy that's gonna fall in love fuck me in a in in the back a winnebago or uh, something uh, like of a carriage that nobody he's gonna (laughs) he's gonna draw me naked and he's gonna do all this stuff within just a couple days of being on this boat how to dance too yo it is (laughs) fake that's not real life that's the reason why this fictional story had to be told. The, the real story, like, if you really think about it, it was supposed to be really a disaster film based off of true events. But they had to create this, like, fake love story just to get more people to watch it. Oh, it's just sad. And, and, and you know what? That is James Cameron in a nutshell. Because Avatar is a love story, a simple as fish out of water uh, what's the name of that fucking uh, how Stella got her groove back <laughs> if you think about the guy being Stella and he goes to another place and then sees that these uh, a native woman looks hot and he, want, he wants to get with her kind of stuff basically gets with her the, the place that he came from is now trying to kill all the natives and he's trying to be the fucking uh, the hero that he is and it's like yo bro Bro, you are an outsider who came in here. You couldn't find anything that you wanted, so you just want to take you want to take one of their uh, their women. Not only just a regular woman, like the princess, right? She was a princess. And that you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what? It, this is the crazy thing. He was never gonna get that mm. if he stayed in in that wheelchair. He had so it's like it's fake. Like he, he got the to, woman. He had to go into create, a metaverse. He had to create a fake avatar. Yeah. Just to become Jack Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. Yeah. It's the same. St- <laughs> it's fake. You know what? I think like, somebody said this, but Fern Gully did it, did it better, yo. Like, <laughs> why didn't she fall in love with him when he was... In a wheelchair. Uh, you know, he had the legs as thin as this XLR cable. Nah. He had to get... He had to grow five feet and be strong and be agile in order for, to get her attention. If is the story still going to be he, about these guys? If he was roaming through the forest in his wheelchair, he wouldn't have been able to get you think out. She would have been like, he oh, would have tripped over a branch. 
Oh no, no disrespect, but yeah, but yo, it's just it's just fucking it's. I yo, I watched that movie twice in three D, and I think I only watched it just because of the three D. The story to me but was yeah, like so, lackluster. So in the in the sequel, uh, supposedly they have a guys? yeah, supposedly they have a kid in the sequel, and the kid because. Remember that it's just an avatar. Like, I think his DNA is still human. The kid is going to have, like, humanistic features. So he's going to be... So he's going to be uh, He's going to be a mix, a mixed race. He's going to be a little bit human, a little bit avatar So he won't be able to breathe and stuff? Oh, I don't know. I think he'll probably be able to breathe, but he's going to have more human characteristics. You know? That don't make any sense. Like... That doesn't make any sense because it was the mind that went into the Avatar. No, no, no. So it wasn't just the mind, though. Uh, you know what? We're we're trying to go. We're trying to explain the science behind a, a fictional film that You're James right. Cameron. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we like. You know what? I'm sorry. You know what I feel like? I feel like I'm trying to. I'm tr- I'm basically trying to tell people who believe in astrology. That you know, there's some bullshit in there, and I'm like, I'm, we sound like one of those like hardcore Star Wars fans right now. Yeah, let me let me explain the How science. Can we keep somebody's fake, somebody's fake ass story. Okay, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> That's exactly. Who this we is why right women up. can't be Jedi's. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god, it's it still doesn't. I'm just saying, it doesn't make any sense. Women Jedi's? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what else do we got here? Um, uh, Black Adam, starring Dwayne Johnson, uh, which is supposed to still be in that like Shazam universe. You know what? Out of all the wrestlers turned actors, I feel that nobody is having more fun in their role of doing like a superhero kind of thing than John Cena playing Peacemaker. The fact that every interview I've ever seen this motherfucker in ever since Peacemaker came out is Suicide Squad 2. And he's coming out in costume He's and coming out in costume while everybody else is just wearing regular fucking clothes and shit. I saw the interview that he did with, uh, I think it was Wire or something. And it was, um, <laughs> it was, uh, what's that guy from uh, SNL that uh, he's dating Kim Kardashian? Uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and him. And they were just going over like weightlifting, uh, tech and stuff and he was in full regalia full peacemaker and fucking uh pete davidson was just wearing regular t-shirt and jeans i don't even think pete davidson was there because yo if you've ever seen uh pete davidson yo i think he has like uh what's that uh, immune de- deficiency he you know he suffers from uh, crohn's disease he actually did, like he admitted really? it. Yeah, he said it on uh, he said it on SNL, and he said it in interviews he suffers from Crohn's disease. So like, he actually has like he suffers from like irritable uh, irritable bowel syndrome. He uh, constantly is like in pain, like you know, originating from his stomach and stuff. And like, that's the reason why he always kind of like looks like he's in a bad mood, but like he's in pain. <laughs> like, Fuck, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought he was just like somebody who's just like. You know, he's he's just bad, you know. He's just oh I'm just sad all the time kind of stuff, you know. But I didn't know he he went through that kind of shit. No, because I, I felt that he wasn't on location because of uh, you know, COVID restricted stuff and you know, I'm I know that if you have like previous uh disease or conditions, COVID will like amplify that shit in certain ways, in certain manners. So maybe that's why he wasn't at the location. I don't think he, that that fucking sucks. What I liked about John Cena, though, is that I think John Cena is doing a better job actually playing a character. Mm-hmm. And when I see The Rock, it's The Rock all the time. Like, I don't think The Rock is good at playing characters. It's just Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson, and he's putting on a suit. Yeah. So how would you rank, like, wrestlers turn actors? We have we have Batista. We have The Rock. We have John Cena. We have Hulk Hogan. We have Roddy Roddy Piper. We have uh, 
Now you I know what, man. Roddy Roddy Piper really. Yo, when when you saw him, what was the name of that sci-fi movie that was they live? Like, they live. He was one guy. Yo, who he played in? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. The fact that he was yeah. like a crazy homeless person. Mm-hmm. Fantastic job, <laughs> fantastic job. I think so far maybe he's been the best at like playing a character. Ooh, what about Batista though? Batista also has done an amazing job. Uh, the fact that he was like a, a big ooh, like a dumbass in Guardians of the Galaxy, but then he was like a gardener in Blade Runner, and then he was like a henchman in James Bond. Yeah. Um, Nah, he's been doing a great job too. And he was in Dune as well. Yeah. All right, he's been he he's killing it too. There's a whole list of them. Uh, we have Kevin Nash, Andre the Giant. He was in um, oh the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. But I think he was Andre the Giant. He like I, I when I see that movie, I'm like, <laughs> you right, bro? Yeah. If I met this guy in real life, I feel like this is who I'm talking is, to. Oh, Ronda Rada, uh, Ronda Roddy Piper. No, Ronda Rousey. My bad. She's a wrestler now. Yeah, she's a wrestler now. Uh, Actually, I don't think she's wrestling now because I think she's uh, pregnant. But yeah, she was a wrestler. Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan. Uh, Even uh, uh, Steve Austin Austin is Steve Austin. Steve Austin. He just all ideas in there. Sasha Banks. She was in uh, the Mandalorian. Mm, Yeah, yeah, she was in the Mandalorian. Uh, We didn't see a lot of her. Stacy Keebler. I remember when she was uh, on in wrestling, I was like, yo, Andre Giant, Kevin Nash, what was he? Kevin Nash, Magic Mike. That's the only thing he was in? I thought he was in more. Oh, he was, he was definitely in more. Oh, yeah. Jesse Ventura. Remember that? He was in Predator. He died. He died like way early in the movie. He died like in the, like the first firefight or something like that. The Great Khali. Uh, Triple H. Yeah, man. I think the I think the ones that we just that we named off in the beginning. But I think the ones that had a prominent career in film has been Dwayne Johnson, John Cena, and Dave Batista. Yeah, that that show like some type of promise. Like they they like, they like they've transitioned. They're like, all right, we're we're leaving that old stuff behind. Randy Savage. And, uh, but Randy Spider-Man. Savage in Spider Man was Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Hey, Spider, come down here. I got you for three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I was waiting for him to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, John Cena, man. He just like he kills that peacemaker role, man. And I haven't seen him in anything else. Uh, there, there's your boy Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, and on Sunny, always Sunny in Philadelphia. If I did not know. Like if I if I like just to listen to the episode and not know that it was Roddy Wright Piper, I would think that it was like some other actor or something. Yeah, yeah I've never right. seen him in I've never seen him in this state before. And he played that uh well he's supposed to be a he was supposed to be a wrestler, but he wasn't a wrestler who like who made it. He was a wrestler who was like He was like washed up, he, was he washed lost his up. career, he was living out of his car. Mm-hmm. There was an episode where um they all got into pyramid schemes, and he ended up on top by the end of the episode. Yeah. He ended up like tricking all of them and actually yeah, made a whole bunch of money. He didn't do anything in the whole episode. He like he didn't speak or anything. He was just hanging around. <laughs> so apparently, uh, this this list that was done by uh, GQ, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the number one. Um, uh, he's definitely the most successful because he's been in huge franchises, Jumanji, m- Fast and made Furious, just about him kind of thing. But I would say, like for acting chops, I'm I'm cut between three. Excuse me, Dave Bautista, Roddy Roddy Piper, and, and Cena, John Cena. But Roddy Roddy Piper has the most. Like I think he has the lead out of all of these. But I think in the like coming right next to him is Dave Bautista, and I believe the only reason why Dave Bautista is coming close to him is because dog. Dennis Villeneuve, it's like if he likes you, bro, he's gonna put you in your movie, and he's not gonna, he's gonna do you good. He's gonna do you justice, dog. <laughs> he's gonna do you fucking justice, and you just wanna get to know that guy. So, he, yo, he can give you like a role of just like some fucking like uh, an Uber guy from the future. 
and then you realize that, yo, there are think pieces on your role <laughs> in that fucking movie. And you're like, yeah, I was in there for like 15 minutes. Uh, how long did you shoot for? Uh, it was like a day or two. Wow. Did Damn. you learn how to... Bro, you're in half of the trailer. <laughs> you're in half of the trailer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That footage that he got me of jumping... Like, I literally thought the movie was... Good. I thought Blade Runner was going to be about Dave Bautista. I yeah. thought he was going to be the Bro, villain. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's right. Jared Leto's in this movie, actually. Like, no, that's the other guy. Like, no, you mean you were literally the first bounty in the first 15 minutes of the movie? Yep. That's all I had. Huh. I, I pushed Jake, uh, Ryan Gosling, and through just through a fucking him. wall. Yeah. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Yeah, man. So it seems like if, yeah, I think does he have acting chops though, or I mean, you know, he played that character, but then he was also like the comedy relief in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I totally forgot about that movie. I totally forgot about. It. You know, he doesn't want to do that movie anymore. He doesn't want to do the Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. I thought he didn't want to do it because James Gunn, they were threatening to take him away. That's but, why. But they, yeah. gave him, but they gave it back to him. But he never recanted his statement. But I guess it's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be, it, it goes unsaid. Like, uh, the only reason I, want to, I didn't want to do it anymore because they got rid of James Gunn. You got him back. You know I want to do it now. Okay, maybe that's what it was. But at, at first, you know what's crazy, though, mm-hmm. is that like, they brought him back only because people were like, hey, we're not going to watch this movie if you don't put him back. Like, like, did Disney really want him back? Or are they just scared that they're not going to make as much money? You know what I mean? Like, What, what, I, what I came from it was that they were always going to get him back. And I know that uh, I felt like what happened was that it was just like a, a matter of like chance kind of thing. I think he he was already going to make a movie for Disney. I think he was already going to make Suicide Squad. I felt like that was already going to be part of the deal. But to like amp up his whole thing, when whenever that news dropped of about his whole uh, his past Twitter accounts and uh, his past Twitter antics and shit like that, when that dropped, they went okay. You know what? We're going to take you off of what you call it uh, off of. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You could do your your movies, your your thing, and we're just gonna put you back on. It's just for just for just for you know just to keep up uh, the faces and stuff like that. You know, we want people to think that oh, you know, we're we're, we're about like justice and rights. You know, forget about uh, you know, forget about the money kind of stuff. Just the same way that they did with Bozeman, like how people reaction to Bozeman about, oh, we can't, we can't rehire people, we can't uh, recast the part of uh, Black Panther, and then now everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, you should recast. I think they're waiting for that emotional, that emotional tack. As yeah. soon as they, as they're waiting for that thing to like subside, and then just rehire them. Because if they would have just kept them on board, people would have been like, writing like articles about it, like, what. What's wrong with why is Disney racist? You would have saw like that kind of stuff off the rip. Off the rip. And the fact that they let him go, it was like the conversation wasn't even about Disney anymore. It was about, oh, what's gonna happen to uh Guardians of the Galaxy? What's gonna happen with all this other kind of stuff? And then from that it was like, I can't believe he said this stuff. But he did apologize and he said that he's better, he's better than that, he's done all this other kind of stuff. Oh wait, he's making a suicide squad. From Suicide, Suicide Squad uh, two came out. It's it's fucking brilliant. It's a it's a great movie. Oh, he's making Peacemaker the TV show. It's great. It's it's just as good. Boom! Now he signed up to uh, do the Guardians of the Galaxy three and four, or four four and five or whatever whatever part they're on. I think it all just played out like perfectly. Everything like there was. It seemed like the storyline was perfectly written just to end up this way that there was no cliffs that they had to worry about. It was just like little humps. Yeah. We made it through. No problem. But if they would have like kept them on, it would have been like looking back, people would have did like think pieces about like, I can't believe they didn't let them go when they found out all this. It's 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 a lot of things like that, man. 
I, I think about that when it comes down to a lot of things, like how when somebody gets accused of uh, like sexual assault or anything like that, and then all their friends and family just like just like cuts them off, cold turkey, boom, not dealing with you no more. And then later on, you see that they're still like cool and they're still talking. Maybe, maybe as not as much as they used to, but they're still cool. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I thought it was because that initial like attack of like all the hate they get. You don't want to be around that that fucking fire that's around the the person that you that you consider your friend and family member. But later on, you'd be like, yeah, you know. You can always say that you know he you know he went to go get like some help or she went to go get some help. They you know they had counseling. We had conversations about and and he knows or she knows why what they did was bad kind of shit. So you can always be like, you can always like defend yourself for why you're back with this person comparing to why you stayed the whole course kind of thing. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. I think that's been our episode, man. Let's play it. Let me play y'all out. Where are we going? Where are we going? Play some beats. It's not Kratos, but this is Krotos. With that being said, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we'll see. uh, We've been us and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. See you next week. Peace.